0: Good. Can you hear me? Talk shoes.
1: Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of AGP brought to you by Strict 9 Studios. I know for most of you, today is semi of a sad day because this will be the last time AGP airs on the ever known talk shoe, but do not worry. We are almost done with the website. We will definitely be coming back next week. And to fill in the time of the gap, if we do have any between today's episode and the next episode that you all can be a part of, we will be doing interviews at t 2 e 2 and putting them up on YouTube for you all to enjoy in the meantime. Trust me, I'm not going to let you live without me. I promise you all this. Now, on today's episode, I would really like to welcome from the Aw yeah family the man who has given us Sammy the Samurai Squirrel, which I still. Highly recommend that Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or somebody needs to pick this up and make it a cartoon. I'm putting my foot down now. This would be one of the greatest cartoons ever. It will surpass regular show and adventure time by leaps and bounds. I want to welcome the excellent, the wonderful Mr. Scott, also known as Scooch, McMahon. Hello, Scott. How are you doing today, my friend?
0: Well, thank you, Amanda, for that awesome introduction. Um, that would be great if Sammy was a cartoon. Um Uh, that's some high praise, so thank you for that.
1: It is my pleasure. Just remember, we made a deal. You get that as a cartoon, I want to be Sammy.
0: Yes, you're the Sammy, you're the (laughs) voice of Sammy, the Samurai (laughs) Squirrel.
1: Now, last time you were on the show, you only had the very first issue of Sammy out. And now three more issues for a complete set of four have been out. And Sammy has been quite busy dealing with the creepy, misty ghost that's been going on in um, Briarwood, or Woodfriar, yes. sorry.
0: Yeah, Woodfriar, yeah. Um, yeah, she's gotten into, so the first issue came out um, last year around this time for C2E2 in Chicago, um, April. Uh, Sammy was battling some pirates, and there was an introduction to Sammy and her world. Uh, her village of Woodbrier and all her friends, including Bee, the Bumblebee Fairy, Doug, the Bunny, Dr. Crizzle, and Bloop, um, like the little Frankenstein character. But, um, yeah, she's gotten... There's there's a mystery in Woodbrier, and it involves this ghost, this mysterious ghost um, that's only really an urban legend, or is it? It's uh, the ghost of Visper, and Visper is up to no good, and Sammy... Um, tracks Visper down and then um without giving too much away uh Visper comes back to the to the village and kind of wreaks some havoc. So uh you can check out the issues on Comixology. They're all up there, Sammy the Samurai Squirrel issues one through four. And I also have print issues available by um email or direct message. So
1: very nice. And now it says that this was the end, that is the final chapter. But is this really the end of Sammy, or do we have more to come from Sammy?
0: Yes, you'll have more to come from Sammy. This is only the end of Volume One. So issues um, one through four, uh, like I said, tell there's like a there's a story. I think you can pick up issues pretty much one through three, and they'll stand alone. Issue four really ties into the events that happen in issue three, but they're quick reads and. It it does tell, like, a story that kind of starts at the end of Issue 1 with, uh, like I said, Visper, the ghost, and that continues until the very end of Issue 4. So there will be more Sammy, but for now, um, I wanted to kind of get uh, volume four issues of that comprise of volume one of Sammy, which does not have a release date yet, but I'm working on that with Oh Yeah Comics. So
1: oh,
0: Yeah. Soon. Yeah, Oh Yeah. <laughs> Art and Franco <laughs> and the rest of the All yeah crew in Skokie, Illinois, where All yeah Comics store is located.
1: Which means when you're in Illinois, when you're in Chicago, you have to go and check out the store. Because all I can say when it comes to this, when it comes to this company, their name says it all. It just says, All Yeah. And that explains everything you'll ever need to know. Now, what I really loved about this comic is it was really a complete full circle. From the very first issue, which, you know, I got to be very lucky enough to get to read and get to interview you with the last time you were on, um, we met people like uh, the Cyber Yeti, and at the very end, you just get to first meet Visper. And you really don't even know who Visper is until so you actually start reading stuff about who the characters are. And then come to the fourth ep- fourth comic It ties everything together with Cyber Yeti, and we really get to find out who Visper is. But we also meet um, a new character along the way, Bloop.
0: Yes, Bloop. Um, I'd like to hear your description of Bloop, Amanda, what you thought of Bloop. Because he's he's interesting because he's not really what you think. I don't know. He's kind of strange, but hopefully you liked him.
1: Oh, I really did enjoy him. He reminds me of, you know, that sidekick in the background that you're not actually expecting to be anything but then really does surprise you. And it's like a little bit across between kind of like if anybody watches any type of geek shows, a little bit of Snarf, a little bit of orco, and a little bit of Groot, especially since Bloop only has one word. But if you're really good at reading comics, you can definitely go, Bloop, 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 <laughs>
0: That's great, yeah, that's a good description um yeah he's he's lovable um he's a good uh good hearted soul he's not really a person or a thing he's actually uh if you read the story without spoiling too much, it's an issue to his origin, the whole issue basically focuses on bloop, but for good reason because that spills over into part of Visper's plan in issues three and four, but bloop is actually um grape jelly just a jar of grape jelly poured into a suit and the doctor dr Krizzle, who's this duck kind of mad scientist character he's a good guy though he sends an electrical charge and into the suit and it kind of brings the grape jelly to life and then he just puts a battery in there and that kind of helps bloop um come to life yeah they oh, yeah. of and I'll
1: give Mad props to Bloop, um, guys. You really, if, you, if for any reason to buy these comics and check them out, Bloop's got some mad dance skills, man. You gotta check it out. He's got some mad dance skills. I got, I gotta give it handed to him. I'd hang out with Bloop on the dance floor any day of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah, he loves dancing. Any kind of music, he'll just start going nuts on the dance floor. He can't stop. Can't stop until he gets enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I personally, because I'm such a fan of Sammy the Samurai Squirrel, I have to ask this question, because I'm reading it, and then there's Chase, all right? And Chase yeah. is a raccoon, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay? And yeah. Chase asks Sammy to dance, and Sammy goes, well, I don't dance. And then Chase yeah. is like, oh, well, I'm just kind of kidding. Anyway, does Chase have a thing for Sammy?
0: Well, I don't know. I think you, you might be reading into something, but you might you might there might be something there, yeah. He's trying I'm to I'm gonna have cool. to say there's something yeah, there. He's trying to play it cool, but I think there might be something there. Yep.
1: I honestly do. I, it was funny because when I was writing, okay, what questions do I ask Scott about for this show? I was like that's the first, that's one of the first questions I have to ask because I was like, oh, he's trying to act all cool and tough, and he's like, okay, and then just the smile that you put on his face later when something else happens and he asks a yeah. different question or well, yeah. somewhat somewhere around the same type of thing. Yeah, there's something there. I know there is. I just I just I wanted to see if I could get you to confirm or deny or just give me and keep me in suspense. so I have to keep buying Sammy.
0: Yeah, you'll have to tune in. Um there'll probably be more of that stuff going on in the following issues um which I have um kind of the ideas for issue 5 and 6 um together. So there's going to be more stuff with Chase cuz Chase didn't really do too much in the first um the first four issues it was mostly focused on Sammy uh, bloop, um, Visper, the cyber Yeti uh, B the bumblebee fairy, so more of these characters like the mayor, Mr. Mayor, stinkfinder, you don't really know too much about him yet, and Chase, right. so I all of those guys maybe and the uh, two bunnies, Doug and Dana, they're in it a lot, but they're just kind of there for co- comedic relief, especially Doug
1: yeah especially doug doug is doug is your damsel in distress normally
0: yeah he is yeah he's just uh, kind of he he acts before he thinks usually so very Which much so very and it makes the story it makes the stories more fun when he does stuff like that so
1: Now, to really get people interested in what this comic is, like I said, this is definitely in all ages. It really does look like it would be like a little kitty comic. But you really make it to where even an adult like myself can really enjoy it. One, it's very nostalgic and will remind people a lot of the cartoons that they grew up with if they're my age. But you put like these little side notes like, um, there's the scene with Vesper talking about his plans and you just put, yep, that guy's really nuts. And this little blurp right there or some things like, was that a pirate ship? Well, it was a pirate ship. You know, yeah. you may get to where even the adults will enjoy it to where they're going to want to share it with their kids because they know that, you know, it's definitely for kids. You know, there's not a lot, even though there's violence, it's not that graphic violence. It's the it's same like stuff that we cool. saw growing up, I Watching cartoons. And that's what really makes it such a great comic.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. Um, yeah, it, it's heavily inspired by my love of the Disney afternoon cartoons that I grew up with in the 80s and 90s, like Duck Tales, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, because um, those shows had a great combination of humor and action, especially uh, I was watching Darkwing Duck towards the end of my run on Sammy here with issue four. And I noticed like it's really a comedic show, but when it had to get serious and Darkling Duck would do something heroic, it could be suspenseful at times. And and I think that's what made it a good show. And DuckTales was obviously the one that started it all. And that had a huge cast of characters. Um, They had like Gyro Gearloose, the fix-it guy who kind of is uh, Dr. Krizzle's a little bit inspired from him. And you had the three um, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie getting into trouble, kind of like the bunnies do in my story. And the main character in all of those um, is kind of representative of Sammy, because you and I talked briefly before this interview about um, how I had so much fun writing the other character supporting cast because they're, in some ways, a little bit more one-dimensional, and Sammy has to be like the more um, serious character to kind of, like, uh, drive the story that the viewers can relate to, but she interacts with all these, like, uh, colorful personalities that help um, define who she is and build up this world. So uh, I think the balance of the action and the humor is maybe what kind of helps it make make it a little bit more readable um, for adults and enjoyable. So hopefully. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, and if anybody's like me, you start hearing voices in your head. Obviously, for me, Sammy sounds just like me because she has a lot of the same quirks that I do. Like, if I was some superhero, I would definitely have those zinger one-liners if I was fighting people. Really? You're the, you're, yeah, really? Seriously? Are you kidding me? Whatever. I don't even know. That's just, uh, I'm just going to step over here at this point. But, like, um, even the scientists, you know, when you're talking about, you know, you, you liked Rescue Rangers and Tales and stuff. I literally heard Ludwig Von Drake's voice yeah. come at. His mouth every time he yeah. spoke, or when I was what? When um, I finally started really getting into Vesper, Vesper because viceper because that Vesper. Sorry. Um, yeah. At first, I thought maybe could be like this girl with this list and then you know when it came out the king, I was like, okay, it's a dude. All of a sudden, the voice changed to this high pitched hissing voice, to that old Cobra Commander type voice that um, Chris Latta used to do on GI Joe.
0: Yes, and, and I'm glad that it translated because that's kind of what I was thinking, like this evil old, like, Cobra Commander or Skeletor voice where it's, like, um, it's creepy and scary, but, um, yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad you picked up on that. And that's cool that you thought Visper was female at first because, yeah, Visper is mysterious, so you don't really know who Visper is till about issue three. I think there's some backstory on Visper there, a little bit of a <laughs> – a story by campfire someone tells the legend of Visper.
1: Well, I mean, to be all honest, when it comes to Visper, um, my very first time I got to meet this bird was only because I got to see the very little bit of the shadow of the character at the very end of the first issue. And I'm going, okay, who's the character? I want to know who this character is. I know it's coming. I got to get the other comics to read it. And because, you know, I'm such an avid geek, I'm like, okay, well, I see a Raven-like type cloak from like Teen Titans. So I'm going to go with girl because Sammy's a girl. And then, yeah. you know, I could see the way how she was talking. So I'm like, I'm picking like this semi-raven type, high-pitched, kissing girl, and I'm like, okay, and then when it's like king, and I'm like, oh, nope, guys, let's switch it, and like instantly my mind switched it, and everything else that I originally had thought had like completely wiped out, and it just came all together instantly.
0: <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, that's cool. I hope it, you weren't disappointed. Um, that's the one thing that, you know, when you reveal a mysterious character like that, you know. Some people are going to like it. Some people might not. So hopefully, you still you still like the character, and we're interested in Bisper after knowing a little bit more about him.
1: Oh no, I was still, I still still a, I'll be honest. He's still kind of one of my favorite characters, especially for the fact that since I know exactly who and what he is, I'm sure we haven't seen the last of him either.
0: No, nope. no, yeah. Well, don't be so sure. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I know you. I
1: know you're. I know this is like sitting on um, what is it? Um, the talking dead. You can't give anything away, but I'm just giving yeah. my opinion because I have seen enough cartoons and I've seen enough movies that from yeah. Flash Gordon to Masters of the Universe, the villain is never truly gone.
0: Well, I'll give it away. Yeah, Visper will come back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, nope. At the end of issue four, you know where Visper is, so someone's gonna find him.
1: Which makes me a little nervous, because, you know, um, poor Sammy, she still has them pirates everywhere. Everywhere! Like, no matter where she goes, here comes these pirates.
0: Yeah, they're always always around the corner. Like, hopefully, you got a kick out of those pirates, too, because they were the big antagonists in Issue 1, the very first story of Issue 1, where these pirates attacked the village and then Sammy went after them, rescued her friend, they came back, and then Throughout the next four issues, the pirates keep showing up. Maybe they're in a couple pages. Maybe they're only in one page. But they definitely, their presence is still there. So anytime you see water, I want people to re- be reminded that there's pirates out there. And there's also sharks out there, too. But they're vegetarian sharks.
1: Yes, they are. <laughs> I love that. You're going to go swimming with the sharks. The sharks are like, hey, is that a carrot? Yummy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that big storyline from uh, issue one, um, hopefully it will teach kids too. Is I'm not a vegetarian, but I have friends that are. In issue one, the pirates, one of the pirates is a vegetarian, and he explains like, to one of the other pirates, like, well, I don't eat meat. I eat, I'll eat vegetables. And the other pirate just, he can't believe it, you know, because they're going to have rabbit stew for dinner. At least they think they are Till Sammy shows up.
1: And then it becomes. Then they want squirrel stew, but you, yes. you can't make stew out of Sammy. She's too awesome.
0: Yeah, she's too quick.
1: But I yeah. and
0: I also like the
1: fact that we got a little bit of backstory about Sammy too. We got to be introduced to a little bit of a flashback before it got slightly interrupted, and I'm not going to mention what the flashback is, and I'm not going to mention what interrupts it. But I like the way how you worked that in. That was really nice.
0: Yeah, I tried to draw a little bit. I didn't want like because reading these, like, watching those old shows like DuckTales and Darkwing Duck, there are our origin stories, but for the most part, Darkwing, just, Darkwing Duck just kicks right off, and he's already Darkwing Duck, and then you just realize, like, I don't even think they ever show why he became Darkwing Duck. He's just this crime fighter, so Sammy's a samurai, and you know in issue one that her home home world was destroyed, and then a little bit of issue three, she is meditating, and you see some she has some visions or flashbacks of um, when she was a little kid. So I would just, I'll try to throw those in here and there, but I don't know if I'll ever do a full-fledged origin story of Sammy unless it's become, unless it's really in high demand. Because obviously okay. if I do an or- origin story of Sammy, um, it'll be all new characters because she moves to this village in issue one. So all the characters would not be in that origin story. There would be all different characters, but... People yeah, might want
1: right. to hear that. I don't... But you know what? That's actually one of the cool things is that you can enjoy Sammy the Samurai Squirrel without having to know what her past is. You just, it, yeah. it's like watching those old cartoons. You just accept it. It is what it is. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, everybody's like, we don't need any more origin stories. Here, read this. Yes. There's not much of an origin story whatsoever. Read this. It just gets yes. right into the action.
0: <laughs> and also, a show that's really not related to Sammy at all, well, a little bit with the martial arts, is the the current Daredevil show on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen any of that, but it kind of does just the same thing. It. Where What's that?
1: I just finished it.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. this does the same thing where it just throws you right in to the action, and you already know who Matt Murdock and all this stuff is. And then throughout the first few episodes, um, there's flashbacks to how and why he became Daredevil, so... The same thing happens a little bit here and there with Sammy, with Sammy and then with also with Bisper. The only character that really has an origin story in the Sammy series is Bloop. But like I said, Bloop's origin is important to um, the overall story arc of Volume 1. So I had to kind of um, build that one out a little bit more.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't that long of an origin story either. So and so it didn't kill the comic. It really flowed with the comic and it was really quick onto, you know, you went in, why you know, why are we doing here? This is what's going on, congratulations, here's a bloop, and now let's get it back into the action. You know, it isn't like you took five, six issues or um an hour and a half of a two and a half hour movie to explain an origin yeah. story. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm big on just and plus, since these are all ages i want I want people to be able to jump right into the action and the adventure and the humor right away and not be bogged down like and feel like they have to read like five or six pages of back origin you know i I, I kind of like leaving a little bit of um i like leaving some things open because then kids will interact with me more at the conventions and ask me you know like where'd Sammy come from? Who's Sammy's parents? You know, stuff like that. So that's always fun to chat with them because I can like reverse the question and say, well, where, where do you think Sammy came from? And they always have funny answers or stories. So I like doing that too.
1: And, and yeah, that's great because that really helps generate a child's imagination. Well, what do you think? And then yeah, they start sure. about these things. And then, you know, they go out and then, you know, if Sammy's one of their favorite characters, they go out and they interact and you know, they could, role we'll play as Sammy and they could come up with so many different stories of their own.
0: Yes. Yep. And another character I get a lot of uh, questions about from kids and other people is the cyber Yeti. And the cyber Yeti is this big white Yeti, but he's got cybernetic like robotic arms and people are always asking like, well, what's, what's his story? where did he get those arms? So if you stay tuned um, that might be explained coming up in the next four issues, so and more Cyber Yeti to come also.
1: Nice. Very excited. I was just going with the fact he was a friend of the Snow Monster from the planet Hoth, and he met Luke Skywalker, and he lost both of his arms, but okay, I'll take an origin story. <laughs> That's great.
0: If uh, Disney lets me do that, I'd, that'd be an awesome. That'd be an awesome origin <laughs>
1: See, now, now, now we're focusing on Disney. So now Disney needs to take this comic. There you go. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah.
0: We could do a crossover where Sammy gets picked up by the Falcon and carried out into space for an adventure. That'd be kind of cool. Running around the de- the uh, control panel, scurrying around. I-
1: I'm just picturing Sammy now on top of um, Chewbacca, using Chewbacca as his new Groot. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny, yeah.
0: <laughs> she because be, hey, uh,
1: oh, that's great. Marvel's part she, of Disney, too.
0: She could be sharing insults with Han Solo, because Sammy's kind of uh, quick-witted like Han Solo. She's not always, and she's a little bit grumpy like Han Solo, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking of, you know, I, just a little bit of a sidetrack, I'm sure you saw the 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 re, the recently released trailer for Star Wars. What did you think?
0: Yeah. Oh, it, it was great. It was awesome. Um I'm I'm excited to see like the full the full on trailer with like more a little bit more um Chewie and Han and Luke and Leia and all those characters, but yeah, the trailer was great. The it felt like the old movie, and part of that might have been the music and just the desert, and obviously not in Chewbacca and Mark Hamill's voice, but it it had that that it felt like Star Wars. I guess. What do you think? Yeah, Lady Vader. I,
1: I honestly agree with you. Like when Episodes One, Two, and Three, and don't get me wrong, okay, One, Two, and Three are okay movies. Do I find them great? No. I, lo- I really did like three. I don't care for one. Two was okay, except for I really didn't care much for the love story. It just felt really rushed to me. That's my personal yes. opinion. But even when the previews were coming out, yeah, I was excited because, yeah, it was more Star Wars, and I'm a huge Star Wars fanatic, but it still didn't give me the same oomph in my gut. Watching this and just hearing Mark Hamill talk and listening him say the lines that you've heard so many times over and over again, just Put goosebumps, put goosebumps all over my ha- my hair. Stand on the edge of my arms. I'm standing there going, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy!" And then, and, and it was just funny because here it is, and I'm trying to watch it, and I was actually supposed to be paying attention to a meeting at my mom's house, but I was too more excited about Star Wars at the point.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was a weird. Um, it was a good trailer, and it was. I guess it it caught everyone off guard because you're so, like you said. The prequels are what they are, and they like I was excited for them, and I saw them all in theaters. But I watched the original trilogy still. I'll watch it over and over, and I don't ever feel like I need to go back and really watch the prequels. So this trailer, when I heard there was another one, I'm like, okay, I'll check it out, whatever. And then it just it was like it, it took me back to those original movies and that magic that the original movies possessed that I think the the prequels lost a little bit. So. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I'm such an avid fan, such an avid fan of the uh, original trilogy that I purposely had to get a VCR just so I can watch them in their originality on VHS.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I have them taped, like, off a of TV somewhere at home at my parents' <laughs> house. I mean, not at home, but, um, like, probably on old VHS. They're so probably horrible quality, but at least it's got that original... Return of the Jedi celebration music and everything
1: on it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I cried when they took out the Ewok song. I'm going to be honest. I think my... I, I have two... I have three major flaws. One, I still don't like the Jabba the Hut scene and the New Hope. I still think that, you know, if they're going to do some special effects, do they have to look that bad? Jabba the Hut still <laughs> looks horrible. The Han Solo moving away from the shot looks horrible. You can yeah. obviously see that that was never intended to be. And... Yeah. I don't know whose idea it was to put a song number in at the beginning of Jabba's Palace, but oh, yeah. it really loses its feeling of it's like this seedy place. It's like Jabba's Palace became the new club and wants you to go there instead of Mos Eisley spaceport, and it's a $5 cover charge on ladies' night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Return of the Jedi got the raw end of that deal with all the CGI and stuff they added in. Like, that one, I think, the worst of the digital like uh, meddling from George Lucas and his and his crew like they did the most damage on on Return of the Jedi Empire Strikes Back I don't even notice really anything that jumps out and then yeah A New Hope the first one like that stuff with Han and Greedo that part too and then Han and Jabba just like, looks all awkward.
1: In all honesty, I have no problems with any of the, the differences that they did in Empire except for one, and that's because they cha- they changed Jeremy Bullock's voice to be the voice of the new guy who plays uh, Django Fett, and the only reason why I have a problem with that because he said he did it for continuity reasons is, who's to say, because Boba Fett's supposed to be one of the baddest bounty hunters in the entire galaxy who's to say he didn't get shot in the throat or got hit with a lightsaber or something and messed up his vocal cords to where he sounds like jeremy bullock because in all honesty guys come on the guy now the guy has actually like no credit for the role that he became iconic for and that's the only thing i have a problem with other than that I love the changes that they did, especially when they got rid of the old woman monkey face and actually put the emperor's face in there. That was really nice to see because that was a really yeah. ugly face originally. Yeah. But, you know, but
0: Star Wars will always
1: have a place in my heart. It will always be one of my favorite movies. I think the only thing that beats it on my top top ten list has to be probably Aliens because I absolutely love that movie as well. Yeah,
0: that's um, really awesome too. Yeah, I would... I still like Star Wars more, but obviously, yeah, I I respect the aliens, so.
1: Oh, yeah. So, now, talking about great characters and everything, Sammy is not actually the only character you've been working on. You also have Spot from Spot on Adventures that you've been working on with Franco. How's that been going? Because you guys were just launching that the last time you were on.
0: Yeah, that's been going really well. Um, I forget how many pages are up right now, but um, that's nearing kind of like a little bit of a, Ah, uh, conclude not a conclusion but there's good so let me backtrack a little bit with spot on adventure um we have if you can go to com and scroll all the way to the bottom well you can read the comic for free at the top but it's 10 weeks behind um the spot pages that appear on patreon we have an account on patreon where you can donate money and i think it's like if you donate, like, $5, you can vote and help decide where the story goes because at various times in the spot-on adventure story, uh, spot gets in a jam or there's, like, a decision to be made about which way to go, and we let our readers that contribute and support the comic decide. So then, um, yeah, so they help us kind of – so we don't really know. We have an idea of where we want the story to go, but we don't know if it's going to go in that direction because um, we let people just kind of decide. We give them choices, and they'll pick, like, A or B answer, and should Spot go down this tunnel or should Spot go around this tunnel, and they will choose, and that will affect the story. So um, so it's
1: like one of those old um, choose-your-own-adventure books that we used to read when we were kids.
0: Exactly, yeah. And, and there's a video that Franco posted on the Patreon page for Spot. And he kind of explains that a little bit better than I just did, but yeah, he says that exact same thing. It's, it's like a digital modern version of the choose your own adventure stories. Yep. So, um, and then if when if or when more more likely when spot it goes to print form and book form, if you contribute to the Patreon the the adventures, you will get a credit in the book as being a producer of. Of the book obviously because you helped us Decide um, storyline So that's that, I think That'll be fun I can describe Spot's Story a little bit more because I really Just focused on the Like What it is but The storyline behind Spot is Similar to Sammy in that It kind of balances the humor And the adventure we really It's like a space adventure like a Star Wars Or a Guardians of the Galaxy Spot is this Dalmatian that pilots a crew, space cruiser called the Barkwing. And he's got a sidekick named Golly G who is a robot who dreams of one day becoming a real boy, almost like a Pinocchio. Um, but Spot and Golly G are kind of like trackers for hire. So like different, um, they're like bounty hunters, basically. You can pay them to do things, but they're not bounty hunters. They're more like trackers. If you lost something, they'll find it. If you need to follow someone, they'll follow them, If and they just work basically for space credits or for a fee, and in issue one, or storyline one that is currently going on, um, they are paid to rescue a princess, and um, they encounter various aliens, they go to different planets because there's other people that are also after this princess, but the little kick is that the princess is an egg that hasn't hatched yet. So Spot is after this egg and the egg, there's a ninja named Konowichi that is after the egg as well. And there's galactic police involved and there's all kinds of stuff. So it is a big uh, space adventure and it's gone in a bunch of different crazy directions thanks to our loyal supporters that have helped us, um, carve out Spot's path and, um, in this crazy galaxy, I guess you could say. It kind of takes place in the oh All yeah comics, the Sammy universe, so maybe one day all these characters might meet, but you don't know if this is in the future, if it's in the present. You don't know, really know because it's in space, so that might be yet to be determined, but it's all that same kind of fun, all-ages artwork. So without being too long-winded, that's, that's the description of Spot on Adventure.
1: Nice. And I'm so glad to see how well it's been doing because I know you guys were just launching it the last time that you were on and I've been following your guys' posts on Facebook and everything about it and trying to share as much as I possibly can over on Twitter and Facebook and what I was really do. happy to see, I was really happy to see it really take off because I'm like, I wonder how for, the public's really going to react to it. And it seems like the public absolutely loves being able to take a little bit of control when it comes to a comic. Um, I'm going to choose B or I'm going to choose A or I'm not choosing anything. I want to see what everybody else takes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, we even, um, so when it does go to print, we even put up, uh, I did some three rough, um, layouts for covers, and we let people kind of vote on which cover they would like that best represents this current storyline. So that that was pretty fun also. So it's like we're trying to keep everyone as engaged and involved as we can. Now, sometimes there's a – because they don't vote every week. We try to get it down to once a month, but sometimes just because of storyline reasons, it'll go a little bit longer. But um, when when there's a choice, it's usually – something important in the storyline. So yeah, we're excited. We're having fun. Um, yeah, I encourage people to check it out. Spot on adventure. Spotonadventure.com. Sorry.
1: And for those of you in the chat room, I already sent you the link so you can just click on it and go take a look. I've already sent you that because you know me, I'm definitely one of those people. Um, since we have a chat room for everybody, I like to make sure that I put, you know, any of the websites up there for you to be able to see and find and go and enjoy. Because that's the whole point of this podcast is for you to get excited as much as I am about the stuff that I bring and present to you every week.
0: <laughs> hey, you're awesome. You're doing an awesome job.
1: I do what I can. But you know what? You said something about the All in the All Yeah universe. There's the comic I want. I want to see Spot, and I want to see Action Cat, and I want to see Sammy, and I just want to see everybody get together. And I want to see that pajama thing that um, Art was talking to me about back in the expo. And just, I want to see it all. I want to see it all in one of this, this huge, giant, graphic, non-bullish type book. That's what I want. <laughs> well,
0: Art and Franco, are you guys listening? Because we have that. They, that'd be awesome to have a big, huge oh Aya yeah! Comics, almost like a big encyclopedia of all their adventures.
1: That would be really cool, and then like a description of all the characters in the background. That would be totally epic. I'm 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 claiming it now. This is what we're going to do. And if Art and Frankel don't listen to this podcast, I'm going to attack them at C two E two this weekend. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, C two E two. Before you attack them, they'll stop by my table V table V, as in Victor V seven.
1: Okay, V7, you all heard that. So you all have to make sure that you all have to go over there and check out Mr. Scott Scoop McMahon this weekend at t 2 e 2 And you know what? I think we might just have to stop over since I'll be doing interviews this weekend and get an extra interview in with you this weekend. What do you say?
0: I'm down. I'm down for that. I'll be right next to – Kurt close to Art and Franco. I'll be right next to uh, Kurt Wood who is one of the Aya yeah! Comics um bullpen artists and writers and he also runs the Aya yeah! Comics store in Skokie, Illinois. And then on the other side of Kurt will be Franco and Art. So hopefully those guys will be up for anything as well.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you, know, you remember what Art says, I'm the little princess, so he has to. He doesn't get a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that completely shocked and amazed me, so um, a couple weeks ago I was in Dayton, Ohio, because I now work for a second convention. I told you about Derby City. Well, now I work for Gem City Comic Con as well. And somebody that you know that I never knew that you knew that actually works with All Yeah Comics was there, and we bonded over food, Miss Christy Blanche.
0: Oh, yeah, Christy. She's awesome. Well, by the way, Christy um, runs this, um, Aya yeah Comics store that they have a store in Muncie, Indiana, that Christy runs, and um, Mark Wade is there also. And um, there's, uh, it's just awesome. They just recently changed the name to Aya yeah Comics. It's in Muncie, Indiana. So on your way to Skokie, Illinois, you can stop and visit Aya yeah Comics in Indiana, and then you can go to the other Aya yeah Comics in Illinois. And so oh yeah. Trip. Yeah, Christy and I. Um, did she tell you about Parallel Ham? The story we worked no. on for Aya Comics. No, she so, didn't. Com- Comics. I think it's issue nine. Is a story I worked on with Christy. She wrote it, and there's a new villain to the IA Comics universe. He's a square pig, piggy Bank. His name's Parallel O Ham. And he's got a bunch of little piggy banks, and they go and rob banks. And Action Cat and Adventure Bug have to stop them, of course. But I drew it, and Christy wrote it. So, yeah, she's really awesome. I enjoyed working on it with her.
1: She is quite quite an entertaining person. Um, I've had the joy of meeting her um, last year at Derby City Comic Con because she was there with Mark Wade, And then she was one of our guests this year at Gem City Comic Con. And I had talked to her on um, Twitter, and we talked back and forth and things like that, but, like, we didn't really bond over anything. And then, lo and behold, we found our, the one thing we agree upon, food. And we really like pizza, and we really like food. <laughs> so we found our bonding thing, and she was wearing an all-year shirt. I was like, oh, you like all-year comics? And so she looks at me like, really? I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, um, I run one of the stores. I'm like. Oh, my bad. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, I already put into her mind, too, that we need to make Sammy a cartoon, so she's all about that, too. She agrees.
0: Oh, sweet. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to bring this. I, I'm telling you, it's going to happen someday. I promise you. I want this. I want this so bad, because... In all honesty, when I read *Name of the Samurai Scroll, I literally see it as – I don't see it as these panels and just this comic. I see it as this cartoon. I can see the movements. I can see the way it's drawn. I can see the people and hear the voices. It's like I already have the cartoon in my head. It's really sad. I know.
0: Oh, I can't help cool. it. Well, oh, thank you. thats That um, means I'm doing my job because I – have done storyboards for local commercials and things like that. So I try to, when I'm writing these comics, I think of them as cartoons more than panels. I just, the panels are just a way to go from scene to scene, but I really try to make an effort in thinking about camera angles and like, especially with the action, I try to mix things up a little bit. So thank you. I I appreciate it.
1: And of course, you know, for everybody that's over in the chat room, um, you can also make sure, you know, since we're talking about all these things and making sure that he's go, make sure that you go up to C2E2 and everything, um, you know, for information on the All Year Comics uh, comic book store, um, you can go follow them on Facebook. You can actually follow Scott McMahon over on Facebook. Um, Scott McMahon is also over on uh, Twitter. Um, his Twitter handle is at Scoota91, and the S is capitalized. And you can even check out what Sammy's been up to. She's not, she's not very avid on Twitter, but every now and again she gets on there and shows out a surprise. And you can follow even Sammy over there at all yeah. so that's capital A, lowercase w, capital Y, lowercase eah, and then Sammy, S-A-M-I, and that's all capitalized. Because, you know, you got to follow these people so you know when the next things are coming out and where you can find all that stuff. And so far, we know that they can um, get the comics on Comixology or they can meet you up at a convention. Where else can they get anything from you?
0: Well, right now, um, you can just message me directly on Facebook or Twitter. I've got to get an Instagram up and running also. I just haven't been, I've been so busy with these comics, I haven't been able, I have one, but I just haven't been using it. Um, but you can message me for now. I'm working on getting a store up and running it's not there yet but if you go to scoopcomics.com s c o o t comics.com you can check out all my artwork and eventually there'll be a section on there with comics where you can purchase so there'll be a little store so um but for now you can buy things from me just by direct messaging me on Facebook and Twitter if that sounds good all
1: right so that means Go follow him on Facebook and Twitter, everybody, that way you can message him. And check out some of his artwork. I, myself, I'm actually picking up this really cool piece this weekend at C2E2. It is Wonder Woman Fighting Darkseid. I saw it. I messaged him and went, I have to have it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Please give it to me. And Well, obviously, I'm not being given it to it, but I had to have it, (laughs) and I will be picking that up this weekend.
0: Yes, thanks. Um, I do daily. I try to do daily drawings. I've been busier as of late because I've been working on some paintings that I'm also going to sell at C2E2. But um, I do daily drawings, and the Dark Side versus Wonder Woman was a daily drawing. So I post those. So if you're ever interested in purchasing those or you have any questions about them, you can direct message me, and I'd be glad to answer those. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm be working on pain, I'm working on paintings right now. And I'll have those ready for C2E2. One of them is a Sammy, the Samurai Squirrel painting. I'm doing a Batgirl painting in her current costume. Uh, There's a small Deadpool painting, a small Hulk painting, and a small Batman, the animated series painting. So that's what I'll have available. Yeah. So some new items that um, I've never sold or painted before will be available this year.
1: Very cool. So uh, what what else do we have to become, what else do we expect coming from you here in the near future?
0: Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, there's definitely going to be more Sammy. Um, I'm actually working on, uh, I don't want to, well, I'll say, I'm working on a story right now, a Sammy story with Art and Franco, and it's got some other characters from the All Yeah universe that appear, so stay tuned for that. Um, I'm not going to give any details about when or where you'll be able to find it, but I'll be posting, like, snippets of me working on that. So, Art, Franco, and I, um, we all wrote it together, and I'm drawing the story, but I'm leaving sections open where Art and Franco can draw their characters into the story. So, hopefully, that will be a little bit of an appetizer to what you were asking before, Amanda, where you wanted to see all these characters in one thing. There'll be some characters crossing over into um, this special um, Sammy story that I'm working on right now with those guys. Um, I was
1: just thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that that's, that that's what I'm currently working on. Obviously, Spot on Adventures, keeping me busy because that's a weekly comic. Um, oh, I also do another, I illustrate a weekly comic. Um, for Emerald City Comic Con, it's called Tales from the Con. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those, but um, you can follow I, those. I retweet, and those are posted on Twitter uh, every Wednesday. A new one comes out. Um, Chris Russo of G-Man and Mini Marvels. He used to be the artist on Tales from the Con, and he stepped down, but handed off, uh, handed the baton to me. So I'm, I'm uh, running the art for that comic right now that's written by Brad Geiger, so it's pretty fun. That's
1: Very nice.
0: Yeah, that's a weekly strip. And then, uh, what else is going on? Um, Well, I have uh, some other original comics that I'll be selling that I always have at these conventions. It's Battle of the Superpowers, which is a superhero story, all ages superhero story that I wrote um, with my, I wrote and illustrated with my buddy jay christopher schmidt and there's two issues of that that which will be available and also the super kings i don't know if you my listeners are your listeners are familiar with them but it's a three kings ruler of the land ruler of the air and ruler of the seas it's an older comic i worked on it's a lion a bald eagle and a shark and they are kind of like these three brothers that come down to earth and protect earth from all kinds of crazy evil and that's like a 13 and up comic because it's cartoony, but the violence is really over the top. So if you're into that stuff, um, check out the Super Kings or direct message me about the Super Kings if you're interested. Um, but other than I, that, I'll be... What's that?
1: I said I'm so, interested. <laughs>
0: okay. I'll have some available at C2E2 for you to pick up at any convention. oh. Um, So aside from all these projects I'm currently working on, I'm always posting original art, just doing doodles of superheroes and Star Wars and anything else um, in the geek world that I'll post um, at these conventions. Uh, I'm always doing sketches, commissions. I usually do as low as a dollar sketch for something really quick and small, and I'll do, like, um, other sketches for more money, for bigger and more time, if if you want or are interested in that. Um, and uh, do you want me to run down my convention schedule for the summer?
1: I was Actually, the. Next, are you inside my head? Get out of my head, because that was actually exactly what I was about to ask you, is other than C2E2, what other conventions are you going to be at this year?
0: Okay, yeah, so C2E2 is this week or whenever this podcast is released, it's uh, April 24th, I think it starts, 24th, 25th, and 26th, I will be in Chicago for C2E2. Then I'm taking a little break because of Various other events going on, like weddings. For my, my brother's got a wedding coming up in June. But then in July, I will be at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I will be selling artwork and comics and everything at the All Yeah Comics booth that they have there. So look for All Yeah Comics, and you'll find me if you're in San Diego. It'll be my first trip to the Comic-Con. I've been to San Diego, the city, before, and it's beautiful, but I've never been there for the craziness of Comic-Con. So I'll be there. Then in August, I will be back in Chicago for Wizard World, and that's in in Rosemont usually. So I think that's where that convention is. And then in September, I will be in Cincinnati, Amanda's hometown. Again, I will be returning with uh, the All Yeah Crew to, what was the name of that convention? Was it Cincinnati Comics Expo? Is that what it was called?
1: Cincinnati Comic Expo, yes, sir.
0: Yep, so I'll be there. And then after that, Um, It's pretty open, so I'm not sure where I'll be in October, but uh, I'll keep you updated on Facebook and Twitter with those things.
1: Yep, and then of course, you know everybody. As soon as he mentions where he's going to be, you know if you follow me over on Twitter, which my handle is LadyVader79, or follow me over on Facebook, which is Amanda Gillum, spelled like William but with a G instead of a W. I'm always retweeting and reposting what's going on and making sure that everybody knows exactly where to find our little Scott, Mr. Scoop McMahon at any given time, because as if y'all have to figure it out by this podcast, this is definitely one of my favorite creators and this is definitely awesome. one of my favorite books. So
0: <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah. It means a lot. And thanks again for all the retweets and, favorites and just the good vibes that you post. Um, I know a lot of the other creators appreciate that as well. Um, we all think you're doing a good job and it, you have a fun podcast and uh, cool interview style. So then it's always fun to oh. chat with you and catch up.
1: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I really I really try to make sure that, you know, my guests feel very comfortable. Like they're just sitting around talking with friends and family, but they're talking about their works. And, you know, we get to diverge a little bit and talk a little bit of geek like we did earlier with Star Wars and I just I just want you to feel comfortable. I don't want I don't like my guests being there and then they're all scared or afraid you know they may say something and i don't i want you to be comfortable so i really do appreciate that compliment it means a lot to me
0: oh no problem yeah it's been a pleasure so um i can't wait for this upcoming c2e2 i think it's going to be great i hope a lot of the listeners can make it out because it's always a fun convention i think you'll um agree i i saw lady vader there last year (laughs)
1: C2E2 is, it's a huge convention, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I highly recommend if you're going to go, one day is not enough. You really need to buy a weekend pass. You need to be there all three days because it's so much. They have some of the greatest creators, both, um, independently and um, major, you know, because, you know, most people when they think major, they're thinking Marvel or DC, everybody else is considered independent. But yeah. just try, just going down artist meeting all the independent creators, your mind will be blown at how so much talent is there, the amount of vendors they have. If you're looking for something, they more than likely have it. Um, they have a great roster if you're into many celebrities that they have there. And their panel lineup is just brilliant as also this year. So yeah, I highly recommend going.
0: Yeah, I'm doing actually uh, a demo on Friday for the, there's a family center at C2E2 also where um, they have, it's really super kid friendly and I'll be doing a drawing demo, I think at one, one o'clock or one thirty, And so come check that out. It's only a half hour, but uh, kids seem to enjoy watching me draw. They just yell stuff out and I'll draw it for them. And then on Sunday, I'll be doing a panel with my buddy Dave Scheit, who's uh, also a, he's a comic book writer, and he's a, oh, yeah, a comics um, contributor. He's going to be um, in a panel he invited me to about getting kids to read comics. So uh, that should be fun, too. That's on Sunday at C2E2.
1: Very nice. I might have to ju- jump in and check out both of those. Um, as for myself, I'm actually going there to podcast. I'm going there to do interviews. Um, you probably haven't heard the news yet. Um, AGP, um, now works with a company called Straight Nine Studios. What this means is where TalkShoe, it's, um, it's over the phone, the whole nine yards. This takes AGP to a more professional level to where I have somebody who can edit the podcast so I don't always have to do live because I can't edit myself for anything in the world. Um, so... This gives us a more professional sounding. We're able to get the equipment so we could do interviews and stuff at um, the conventions. And the reason why they actually chose me is because they went, who don't you know in this industry? And I was like, "Um, I don't think I'm friends with uh, Stan Lee yet. I think that's pretty much about it. (laughs) That was great. And so you... Um, C two E two is actually going to be the dawn of the new AGP with being able to do video podcasts. And what this means is one, I can still have the live show for people who like to do the live show, you know, because they like that nice laid back type thing. We can still do the professional, but I'm still gonna bring that laid back feel to it. It's just that, you know, you really don't have to worry about any oohs or ahs or calls or anything like that because that'll be all be edited out. And so and then I'm going to have the video podcasting, and that's a nice meaning to have all three because there's very few people that I've learned that can actually do a live podcast, and I thought everybody could do one. I found out, no, it's a very rare thing for somebody to be able to do a live podcast and keep people's attention. So I I, I say yay because I didn't realize I could actually, I didn't think I was doing anything special, and I found out I was, so yay me, I guess. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, congrats. It should be fun. I'm, I'm excited, and I can't wait to see what the C2E2 2015 has to hold for everyone.
1: Oh, it's going to be off the chain, and so um, I will definitely be stopping by your table, and that was V what? B7. And remember, that's V as in Victor, not B7. This isn't bingo, people. It's V as in yep. Victor, number seven.
0: Yep. As Invader.
1: I didn't pay Good call. Oh, I like that. Very nice. One point for Scott. Right there. I'm going to put that on the little notch right there on my uh, point board. Scott gets a point. <laughs> and I love this. They're saying, Oh, yeah, comics in the chat room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, of course, everybody, um, we are almost out of time. There's only five minutes left. So, of course, you know, um, Scott, I want to thank you so much for being back on the show. Um, it was so much fun having you. Um, when I get you on the show, it's almost like I don't want to let you go, and I can't believe that time flies as quickly as it does. Um, of course, everybody, again, go over to SpotOnAdventure.com, check out that comic, you know, get to be part of the comic. Remember, it's a choose-your-own-adventure comic book. How cool is that? Make sure that you follow All your yeah Comics on Facebook. You follow Scott over on Facebook. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Scoot, S-C-O-O-T, McMahon, N-C-M-A-H-O-N. You can follow him on Twitter. It's scootah. that's a capital S. C-O-O-T-A-H 91. Follow Sammy herself at Aw Yeah Sammy which is a capital A, capital Y and capital S-A-M-I. And of course, you know, come out to see to each 2 this weekend. go check out uh, Scoot. check out his comics. I highly recommend them no matter if you're the age three or three hundred, you're gonna find the humor and the joy out of these comics and of course, go see the whole entire All oh yeah comics family, maybe stop by, see me, maybe I'll throw you up on a YouTube video and just have some fun because that's why we're here is we want you to have as much fun as you possibly can. Scott, do you have any last comments or words that you would like to say, my friend? Aw, oh, yeah. Aw, oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. If I don't get a Sammy line in there, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: acorns. Sammy likes to say acorns <laughs> on Twitter, so I'm going to leave with acorns. Exclamation Acorn! Can so all yeah
1: acorns!
0: Can we say audio yeah, acorns? Yeah, audia yeah, acorns. Oh, yeah,
1: acorns. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, um, if you haven't seen the new Star Wars trailer, go watch it. If you haven't seen the new Star Wars Battlefront trailer, have you seen that yet?
0: No, I haven't seen that one.
1: Well, okay, you need to go see the new Star Wars Battlefront trailer for the video games, which is coming out this November, because that is the whole reason for my living and the reason to get a PS4 right there. There's my entire existence in one city. <laughs> Definitely go do so. So, go watch some YouTube videos. Go check out all the cool um, previews and wonderful what trailers that they have coming out. Because, you know, Star Wars is the thing. But don't forget, All oh Yeah Comics is still number one. Go check out Sammy. And, of course... Unfortunately, this is the last time we'll be on Talk Show. but make sure that you follow me over on Twitter and Facebook, and I will give you an update on what the new website will be. It should be done in the next 24, 48 hours, I'm hoping, um, according to what I've been told. So I will catch you all later. And for you, Scott, one more lifetime, oh, yeah, you Acorn. have a good night. Acorn. Good <laughs> <laughs> night, everybody. <laughs>